Today's episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour is brought to you by Amazon.com. Go to geek30.com slash Amazon and click on the link to do all of your shopping. It helps us pay the bills at no extra cost to you. Again, geek30.com slash Amazon. Coming up on today's show, Apple Jack's a headphone port. Sony goes pro. Let's build a house out of Legos. And she offered her honor. I honored her offer. And all night long, it was honor and offer. This is episode 40 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is September 11th, 2016. I am Alex, and here's JoJo. Hello. How are you doing today, sir? I'm great, man. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're screwing up these intros so bad. <laughs> Fall start. You figured we'd be like professionals right now, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, we try. We, we certainly buy expensive equipment to do so, and then we put out a subpar uh, podcast. What was it? It was like... um four episodes in we were just fucking up not right the right input not the right mic not yeah. the right this whatever by the fifth episode james was like you guys did a really good job so we got real good and then we and just here kinda, we are yeah. <laughs> seeing the lowest of the lows well uh thank you guys for sticking with us nonetheless and uh, we appreciate you listening and be sure to um give us a five-star rating on itunes and uh check out our brand new website where we have blog posts going out every single week um we had some really great ones regarding you know everybody's a gamer um you know from an outside perspective from my buddy chris who's been on the show as well as um a, a note from a f- uh, a fellow geek but this fellow geek andy is um also a parent it's a note to his son right and it's a it's a really nice thought out beautifully done beautifully done um post so again geek30.com spell out the word 30 and you can check out all of that great stuff and um jojo how have you been everything good absolutely great uh fantastic weekend good. uh how have you been i'm uh, great it's been a it's been a crazy weekend <laughs> uh, you know just lots going on and uh i hung out a little bit with omar from the escape room in awesome. Herndon, and um i was helping him put up uh some some new stuff for the new room that they've got going in dun, dun, dun. Uh, check out escape room herndon.com if you guys are interested in uh in having a lot of fun in escape room for those of you who don't know what it is um you and a bunch of friends get into a room and you have to find clues and, and solve puzzles in order to get out of the room and i mean aside from our bias because we love omar and we love escape room herndon these are actually really well thought out rooms yeah and really well executed very very good so uh definitely check them out and um again you know what episode 40 man this is the What's 40th that? episode that we've ever done <laughs> we're, we're at a middle uh, midlife crisis we're now. at a midlife crisis yeah. i feel like i need to go buy a uh, a new sports car and you already um, have a sports car Oh, that's true. Your sports car is more sports car than my sports car. That's true. Your daily driver is more sports car than my sports car. <laughs> so I guess I need to go get another one. I'm just I'm feeling really anxious. I need to get a pickup truck. Old. There you go. I already have the sports cars. So. That's right. Um, but thank you for 40 wonderful episodes, JoJo. Um, it's been a, it's been an honor for uh, serving alongside you. It's been a pleasure, and I'm glad you keep tolerating me and yeah. <laughs> my little rants and my you know, you know th- tangents. Thanks, thanks to everybody out there who listens to us and putting up with us for the 
the past 40 plus thank you episodes. so much and you guys are still listening why yeah. <laughs> you know actually that's a great question that's a great question let us know <laughs> let us know why what are we doing good what are we doing wrong that might be a good uh, geek 30 question of the week there that was a uh, some foresight there huh yeah who knows <laughs> um but before we even get to that of course we have to celebrate beer it wouldn't be an episode without celebrating some beer i was waiting for you to bring this up why does it take you so long to get uh, to i just point? I, i'm just getting so anxious because we got a 40th episode <laughs> i can tell because we were both messing up the intro <laughs> and it could also have to do with how uh high of an alcohol content this beer has. i i, I whiffed so, this and got drunk <laughs> so, so let's share what we have to drink with you folks oh hello geek study it's beer time Today's beer is brought to you by See a Chug, Send a Chug. Yeah, screw your friends over with some really high content beer, aka Jose, who just <laughs> sent us a Snapchat saying that shit. We have a 12% uh, alcohol. ABV. He chugs like a pint of like 4% something or another. We've got 12, it's like, we can't chug this. No, we can't chug this. Are you kidding? <laughs> I don't even want to chug it because honestly, it doesn't taste very good when you chug it. It tastes no. wonderful when you sip it. Exactly. So the we had increments. Yeah, yeah, totally. We had a. Um, somebody on Twitter recommend a beer for us at Slavey recommended the Alesmith Speedway Stout. And uh, it's an imperial stout with coffee, 12% ABV, and it comes in a, uh, what is this? How big is this bottle? That's a bomber, which is about 22 ounces. Yeah, about 22 ounces. I think it's uh, like 21.4 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. So, uh, real quickly, um, just giving you guys a little idea of what this um, beer is all about. Speedway Stout's ominous pitch black appearance has become a hallmark of this modern day classic. Chocolate and roasted malts dominate the flavor supported by notes of dark fruit, toffee, and caramel. A healthy dose of locally roasted coffee from Ryan Brothers Coffee, Inc. added to each batch brings out um, the beer's dark chocolate flavors and enhances its drinkability. Despite its intensity, Speedway Stout's fine carbonation and cream mouth, creamy mouthfeel uh, yeah. make it very smooth and surprisingly easy to drink this beer ages very well and will continue to mature for many years to come now this is uh it looks like this one the great american beer festival festival 2008 small brewing company of the year um or maybe the the brewery did uh so it's got some accolades there and uh, uh you know what let's drink a quick toast to cheers. this cheers mm. now jojo where did you pick this up I got it at Total Wine. Total Wine. Okay, yeah. so for those of you guys, we have a lot of listeners in the Northern Virginia area. You're familiar with Total Wine. Um, again, the name of the beer is Ale Smith's Speedway Stout. Definitely recommend it. I, I think this is a this is a great recommendation. We made the um, fatal mistake of taking a nice big chug of it. <laughs> Don't do that. Hello, alcohol. Yeah, it, I mean this thing is strong, right? Like you know they they claim uh, they they admit to the intensity. That this right. beer brings, and at twelve percent, I don't blame them. But it's cool because um, we we made a mention of it earlier. Uh, as you taste the alcohol, as you sip the alcohol, uh, the, the beer, uh, the alcohol flavor dissipates, and you start getting the notes from the chocolate, from the coffee. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a fantastic thing, and it's kind of a weird thing for me to describe. The coffee is subtle but it's an intense coffee flavor it's both it, it's you definitely tell it's bold but it's not quite there which is kind of nice you know yeah. it's in there i tend to get more of the chocolatey absolutely taste. get the chocolate yeah and it's real smooth dark chocolate absolutely and a little bit of the toffee as well sort of that that buttery sort right. of note there's something buttery about it yeah so very very pleasant beer um so it pours uh, like a coke the head of head. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's the other thing it yeah. looks like it looks so, like coca-cola yeah exactly doesn't it right absolutely there's hardly any head on this which 
kind of was a weird thing when it was pouring out the uh, the the foam that was coming out of it. The uh, the carbonation was darker and it lightened mm-hmm. as it as it filled up. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, and it, and it's you wouldn't almost ex- it doesn't look like it would be very carbonated, but it's very much absolutely so absolutely. Definitely recommend it though. I, I think this is great. This I'm is loving this. Yeah, um, we, we were a little bit hesitant at first because of that huge chug, and then as we were like, ah, oh, we got to alter maybe the way we approach this thing. We started uh-huh. sipping it almost like you would sip a, a bourbon or or even a glass of wine or something. Absolutely. This yeah. So just don't chug this one. Don't chug. It. <laughs> don't chug. It, it. Doesn't, doesn't matter what Snapchat said. Just get your utility bill for that one. Yeah. Get a, get a Miller Lite or something. <laughs> but anyway, um, again. The the name of the beer, Ale Smith Speedway Stout. It's an imperial stout with coffee. And um, thank you again at uh, Slavy for the uh, for the recommendation on Twitter. If you guys would like to recommend a beer that we try on the show, feel free to email us at geek um, what is it geek thirty podcast at gmail dot com or uh, at geek thirty on Twitter. And with that, um, Jojo, I'm uh, we we've got some simp- sipping to do. Some si- very slow, slow, very sipping. very slow, S- slow, s- slow, slow sipping, slow sipping. <laughs> Shipping. <laughs> right, Jojo's already halfway through the beer. Downward so. spiral. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, while we get into the news. Geek 30 News. The iPhone 7's coming out, Jojo. Yay. Yay. I'm already in line. Are you? Yeah. Are, are, so did you pre-order? Oh, I did not. No. No. Okay. Uh, so I'm going on a small vacation here at the end of the month, and I really... Don't want to bring a new piece of technology (laughs) somewhere where I can drop it over a boat or, you know, into the Mediterranean or whatever. Um, So I'm going to pick mine up when I come back. Good. Okay. And um, I know that a lot of people are really excited about this new phone. Absolutely. Um, I run with a, I have an iPhone 6S plus 128 gigs on that sucker and it's fast and it's awesome. Um, I'm personally not going to worry about getting a new phone <laughs> uh, usually usually i end up getting um you know the first iteration not the s but right. i ended up um surpassing how much storage and stuff i had my original iphone 6 and i said you know what i i really like the size of the plus you know i'm just going to make the upgrade because my uh i think my mom needed a new phone and yeah. i was like here just take mine i'll go get a new one um and so uh we, you know, I ended up getting that and I have so much storage space is so fast. I just don't need to, um, you know, do anything more with it. Um, so a big point of contention though, with this new iPhone is that there's no headphone jack. Absolutely. Jojo, talk a little bit about that and, and talk about, talk about it from the perspective of the people who are maybe a little bit upset about it. Oh, okay. You want me to argue the other side? Yeah. <laughs> so argue the it. other side. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, you and me are on the same page, but I think it's, it, I think it's a good idea for, for our listeners to hear both sides of the story. Okay. So as an audio nut, um, we've mentioned a couple times, I've built home theaters. I I've, have tons of audio equipment. I've got I've just years and years and years of audio history. Um, I have something in the realm of 15 to 17 pairs of headphones. You know, in ear, on ear, over ear for different things. I have studio level headphones. I've had headphones that I cannot plug into my iPhone, and it or it will damage the amplifier inside the iPhone because it's not made for a phone type environment. It's made for a studio type environment. Right. Uh, and just different ranges, anywhere from ten bucks to five hundred bucks on these headphones. Um, so Jojo can only hear out of one ear of them. <laughs> so really, he, minor he, details. I minor mean, details. He spends double the price of what he ever should on right. On exactly. Headphones. Um, it should be earphone. You know, singular. Exactly. Um, I think if I'm arguing against the idea, there are billions of headphones out there that plug into a phone right now Mm -hmm. or any device, you know, and why would you 
cut the cable on that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not really against that because they, they include an adapter, so that's not an obsolete thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, it, it has been, it, it's analog, and to me, analog's always got a place in my heart. Analog sounds better than digital, no matter what. Um, that's my argument, at least. Um, but if you're doing it on a mobile platform like an iPhone or an Android or Windows phone or an MP3 player, you're not really doing something at an audiophile level. You're just listening to music in your car or, you know, like our podcast or something that you don't need that, you know, $1,000 pair of headphones. So um, moving to a wireless environment, I think forces headphone companies, which a lot of them are embracing. They're all, a lot of them are, are saying like JBL and uh, Beats and whatnot are saying, okay, we're going to do the Bluetooth now. We're going to do the wireless now and, and whatnot. And some of them are already doing it anyways. Uh, this is a great chance for us to just cut the cable, move forward. Sure. Um, Agreed. And Apple actually is not the first one to do it, but because it's such a big company, they're the first one to get flack for it because Moto, uh, Motorola actually introduced a phone that did not have that about three months ago. Mm. Okay. I think it's exactly what the market needs. Right, exactly. I can't tell you how much I hate wires. As I sit here wearing <laughs> a pair of headphones, you know, I've, I've got a, a, a nice pair of uh, Bose headphones that, you know, I I use for multiple things, you know, when we're recording the podcast, gaming, etc. But, like, as you saw earlier, this thing's tugging on me, and right. I end up, like, almost yanking the cord out. So, I'm all about Bluetooth. I think less amount of wires, the better, and... It takes a company like Apple, and this isn't the first time that they've done this, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, Apple is able to uh, disrupt the marketplace in ways that other manufacturers don't. Like right. Motorola, like you know, they, yeah, they came out with a phone, but like, what the fuck is Motorola? Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> no. you, you could say twenty years ago, Motorola was a big company. Exactly. It's not really anymore. No. So uh, this is great for the market. I think this is great for technology. It's just it's funny to me that a lot of people they will complain. I'm going for a run. I hate the way the headphones tug on me. So something like Apple reduce, uh, removes that headphone jack. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, where am I going to put my headphones? You mean the ones that you're tugging on you that you were complaining about? So they're they're complaining either way. Oh, you of know? course. Yeah. So they're going to complain to complain. I, I, my biggest thing is they should not include the adapter. They should pull the Band-Aid on that one. Yeah. They just... Cut it all together because you still give them a, a chance to get into it mm-hmm. and you know plug their old stuff, or whatever. Just start scratch, you know, mm-hmm. start from scratch. I agree, I agree. I, I think it, you know, it's going to suck for a little while for people yeah. because we're, we're humans. We don't like change. Mm. We're very scared of change. Very. But if we're going to ever, um, you know, move away from the wired, you know, stuff in general. I mean, we have the potential here to never see wires ever again. Like, I'm looking here at our microphones that are all cabled up. Right. It kind of creates a tangled mess. Right. You know, they, they are wireless capabilities for these for these microphones. It just costs a ton of money. Right. Here's the thing. When a company like Apple invests into um, creating that as al- almost a norm, it creates a stir in the industry, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, stuff becomes way more um, readily available. If you look at Bluetooth uh, headphones these days, they're very expensive. Right, right. But they're going to, but because the demand's going to be there, companies are going to be making more and more of them. They're going to become more and more affordable. But you can actually find Bluetooth headphones on uh, Amazon for like thirty bucks now. Yeah, you certainly can. You know, so yeah. you don't have to buy into a two hundred three dollar pair of headphones to get wireless. Exactly. And again, if I'm running, I don't want a three hundred dollar pair of headphones no. anyways. You know, I'm going to sweat on them. Yeah, it would be so gross. <laughs> um, I think there's a time and place for wires, and I think that's in the professional environment. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing a stage show, I mean, even those microphones are wireless, but uh, to the amps, to the spe- speakers, and all that's all wired. Mm-hmm. That needs to be wired because it has to be 
has to perform no matter what for um, now until until technology gets to the point where it's able to keep up with a transmitter of some kind that you until know until some butthead de- develops some kind of emp or some because someone wants to disrupt it because people want to watch well fair enough yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, fair enough you can't really disrupt an audio signal without having to actually cut the cable uh things like data centers you mm-hmm. know those need to be wired in you know they don't run on wireless kind of right. a deal so there is a time and place for wired the consumer level is not that yeah exactly it's exactly. not convenient you know so I'm actually I'm really excited about this. Absolutely, I think it's great. Um, I've been wanting a pair of of um, Bluetooth headphones for a while, and in fact, like these Bose ones, like I was showing JoJo earlier, I, I've had them for almost a decade now. Right. Like it's been a really long time. I'm uh, they're like coming apart. Like the on ear the, cup, the ear cup is like <laughs> actually coming out. You can see the foam inside. So I think they've run their course. I got to get something new on it, and I'm actually really considering, you know, maybe a Bluetooth option. Right, um, depends on what's uh, you know compatible, etc., with the equipment that we use. But yeah, it's great. I, I think that this is exactly what the marketplace needed. I've been waiting for something like this to happen for a right. couple years now. And again, it's it's a it's a it's an issue of price for a lot of people. But that's not an issue anymore. It hasn't been for a while because the Bluetooth is available anywhere. Uh, you can buy a pair of headphones that are wired for 500 bucks. Or you can buy a pair of Bluetooth headphones for 30 bucks. That's not a really an argument anymore. That's right. And there was an article on The Verge that we found. Headphone companies say no headphone jack, no problems. Right. I love how the rest of the market is... Um, is embracing this. Well, it's funny because some of them will say, well, we're, we've been preparing for this for months after the rumors came out. And the other ones are like, well, we don't want to deal with iPhone anyway, so we're just not going to make them make it for them. So yeah. it's, it's kind of a, a, it's a certain thing. The only people who are worried about um, the iPhone not having the headphone jack are people who weren't going to buy the headphone, really, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, th- you know, some of these companies like Sennheiser, um, so Sennheiser has seen many different connection standards come and go in the audio world for the, uh, over the years. Audio connections have always been continuously evolving. Digital outputs such as Apple's Lightning Connector will offer new opportunities to take a step forward and further enhance the sound experience for the customer. For example, 3D audio technology using digital signals is just one possibility. You know, some of these companies are really open to um, the... the um, the innovation and the creativity, yeah. you know, it's not like a one, one game, you know, like, uh, what am I trying to say? What's the fucking phrase? Uh, you know, like <laughs> they don't put all their eggs in one basket. Right. Right. Um, you know, what's a, what's another, it's like phrase? a one off or um, a gimmick. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. They're two rights make a, uh, two wants to make know. a right. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other stupid uh, <laughs> sayings people say, and I can't think of them. Anyway, uh, Apple has confirmed that um, we've known all, all along the world is going wireless. You know, I think that this is a really cool article, and um, we'll share it with you guys, and you guys can kind of see what uh, what some of these manufacturers are saying about mm-hmm. this change, which a lot of them are embracing. I, I also want to point out that um, a lot of people give flack to Apple because they changed their uh, mm-hmm. dock port after like nine years mm-hmm. um, from the original iPod that came out in, what, 2001? Mm-hmm. Um, after nine years, they finally changed the dock port to a lightning cable, which is a USB-based thing. It is proprietary, but I like the approach that it's reversible in either way. When you have things like Samsung, HTC, LG, whatever, a lot of them had proprietary cables when they first got into the sm- yeah. smartphone market. Then they had micro USB. Then they had, I'm sorry, they had mini USB. Then they had micro USB. Now a lot of them are con- contemplating USB. USB-C. So from 2001 to 2016, there's only been one change for Apple. From 2007 to 2016, which has been less than 10 years, there's been four changes for the Android and Windows market. Yeah. 
You know, so it's just it's one of those things I, I want to make sure people understand the perspective. And the reason why um, Apple wants to keep this plug is because honestly. I do like the idea of USB-C, and it is uh, very universal, but it's still um, the receptacle inside the device still has a little peg on the inside that could break, mm-hmm. just like it can with micro USB or mini USB or whatever. Whereas you have a solid piece on your dongle and a an open space on your dongle, on, on, on your dongle huh, the head, huh, huh? Um, and an open space in your iPhone, and so there's a lot less to damage and break in that aspect. It's right. a better plug. Yep. Leave it to Apple, man. I mean, it's it's been done once, and it was done correctly. You know, yeah, obviously we're Apple fanboys, so you know people out there hate on Apple, right. etc. Like JoJo was saying, but I think uh, there's a reason why they're in the place that they're at. And well, um, I see it from I think it's great. Blackberries had a, an issue with the mini, and the reason why they went to micro USB is because a lot of people would use their Blackberries at their bed while they were still charging, and they would damage their plug. And so a lot of BlackBerry's had an issue with their uh, their mini USB plugs. Mm-hmm. I have a Windows uh, Nokia 920 phone that the micro USB, or sorry, the uh, the mini USB no longer works. It is micro, I'm sorry. Um, it no longer works because at some point I tried to push it in there and the piece on the inside got bent and so I can't use that plug anymore. It has the the Qi wireless uh, charging. Mm-hmm. That's how I have to charge it now. Just put it in there and it bent. It, it bent, yeah. It bent Are my you wookie. okay? Yeah, it was it was a long day for me. I, I understand. <laughs> was, there were many tears. If you if you need help, you know, during those times, you just call <laughs> just, me and I'll, I'll I didn't I didn't right think I could approach you about this. Well, <laughs> no, you know that you can. You know, I, mean, I, I feel yeah, like we've been you. through enough together. You're a true friend. Like if that ever happened to me, um, you'd be the first person. I, I pre- it better be on Facetime too. Yeah. Uh, how else? <laughs> Apple technology. Okay. So, um, again, uh, this is just to describe that this uh, micro USB, mini USB, my experiences have been that there is a chance that you could bend the plug on the inside. Yeah. Um, whereas the Lightning versus the Apple, there's a chance that you might break the cable. I still don't understand how people break cables. I've had mine for like man. four years yeah. at a time. You know, my, oh, my except except when you run over with the vacuum cleaner. That that totally Fs it up. <laughs> well I that's not a normal kind of environment well, for the uh, cable. <laughs> in my house it is. Okay. Good to know. That's my bad. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I like the the approach to the lightning cable. I understand the idea of USB C USB is finally reversible modeled after the lightning um but it would be more prone to break right right well let us know your thoughts are are you going to get the iphone 7 and are you okay with this no headphone jack thing obviously here jojo in my opinion but if you um think otherwise or if you agree with us whatever i would love to hear from our audience and and uh better understand where folks stand on this i love hearing people's um you know position on uh on certain topics like this so geek 30 podcast at gmail.com please be kind I know there's an Apple versus Android or versus Window, whatever. Please be kind. Just <laughs> and no, you're not going to win. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, not even that. Just it's it's don't don't over fanboy it. Both both camps, Android totally. and Apple, just totally. don't, don't over fanboy it. All right. So uh, next up on uh, in the news, Sony announces PlayStation 4 Pro with 4K HDR gaming for 399. Dun dun and, dun. Uh, there was something. Jojo and I were actually uh, having lunch, and uh, we came up- upon an article that was almost more uh doomsday-ish <laughs> basically like uh this uh sony playstation 4 pro is the final nail in the coffin for the xbox one i think that's a little bit uh, well, overblown is, we just talked about apple versus android and you know you're gonna have people in both camps yeah there's a sony and a microsoft camp war going on you know fanboys what whatnot my personal opinion is that PS- ps4 did out out of the gates nailed it 
you know, just knocked it out of the ballpark and got a head start. Everybody can, you can see the, the data. Mm-hmm. PS4 is doing better. Microsoft's catching up. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, PS4, uh, Sony as a whole, seems to be um, kind of shooting themselves in the foot because everything they kind of uh, exclaimed is like, well, PS4 can do this and do that and do that. And Microsoft is doing and more. And PS4 is kind of playing uh, the catch-up game now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're releasing this Pro, which is a great thing. It finally gets the 4K availability that the PS4 should have had, and the right. Xbox One should have, both, I'm not going to not gonna point Sony out for this one, both, both. consoles should have had 4K. Yeah. They, yes. they both stated uh, 4K I mean, the compatibility. Fr- yeah, Xbox One came with a 4K HDMI cable. Right, exactly. So that, that, that that's not a fault on Sony, it's, but that's a fault that's, on both yeah, camps. Exactly. But anyway. the fact that you would have to release a new console to embrace that, or virtual reality, or anything else on there. Um, and we also read that it doesn't do uh, UHD Blu-ray discs, so it won't do 4K Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, so really, the kind of the key differences that we've seen here are, uh, the, so the PlayStation 4 uh, Pro is going to do, you know, it's going to be ready for virtual reality, right? Like right. the better processor, all, all et cetera. You know, it's going to be able to handle um, 4K gaming. Um, and so is Xbox One. Right. Um, but Xbox One won't necessarily have the the virtual reality stuff, you know, yet. Uh, right. Unless it, that comes out with a was it the new one, Scorpio? Is that the the, is the that Scorpio? The it's code Scorpio? Code named Scorpio, but I don't know that they're actually making an in-house one. Or if they're just going to open up for like Oculus, Oculus Rift or... and um, HTC's Vibe. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's really a matter of like almost like what you want. I have I have both consoles. I don't have right. the new ones. I don't I don't know if I plan on getting the new ones. Right. Um. I, I just don't. Those iterative upgrades aren't typically uh you know big sellers for me like right. I, I i'll well, just wait for the new thing to come this out this is a little different to me because usually when they upgrade something well, they don't really upgrade it they just change the form factor and make the xbox slim or the ps slim or whatever they make a smaller version of the the, right. the console this is an actual physical upgrade yeah it is processor wise it is um i'm looking to buy 4k tv so i may actually consider the upgrade but yeah. i only have the one console xbox i also have wii u but that's you know, we're going to NX next, so that's not a um, an issue. Um, buying the one console isn't a big deal for me. Buying two consoles would be an issue. Yeah. Now you got me thinking. Right. <laughs> Whenever we buy a new house, I just buy 4K TV and put one of these things on there. Deanna, can I buy a new PlayStation? <laughs> and Xbox. And an Xbox. And a 4K Joe TV. Joe just says I need to get an Xbox, too. I will wire your house. No, the Xbox One as well, not the Xbox <laughs> No. <laughs> right, I'll have to talk to her. She doesn't understand. She's still understand. off of the uh, the Ohio high that they have over the weekend. Oh, man, we're, we're killing it. Remember my Ohio State shirt? There you go. I didn't even. I couldn't even see that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I, are you uh, talking about? PlayStation Four Pro. PlayStation Four Pro. Um, there, there's mentions that the Xbox and I. I apologize. I haven't actually verified this. I'm gonna have to verify it right now. But they're saying that the Xbox One S, which is not the Scorpio that's coming out next year, will do the UHD Blu-ray disc. If that's a selling point for you, for people who still use optical disc. Um, but otherwise, both of them will do streaming content. So your Netflix or whatever other. Uh, 4K. Wait, so you, you said. I, so I thought Xbox One did um, the ultra high definition Blu-rays. Does the the original Xbox One do it? The, no, the new one. The new one. That, the that, new one does. The new one. That's why I, I think I, I think I, it does. I'm uh, actually gonna look that check. up. Yeah. Um, I the one thing that that I can't wrap my mind around, and Judge and I were kind of talking about this before the show. Why is it that it can take ultra high definition Blu-ray games, the PlayStation 4 can, but it can't do movies? 
Right. It's this, isn't that the same form fast form factor disc? I mean, I don't. I, maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that um, it's the same technology. It hasn't changed. They're just putting more content onto the disc. Right. So if it's able to read the discs that you know, video games are on those sort of discs. Why wouldn't the movies be able to play? I you know what know. I mean? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's a limitation of the of the technology. I I I don't know. One of the things I will say, the original PlayStation Three. Mm-hmm. Um, if you bought one when it, when it first came out, you could do 3D or 7.1 surround sound. You could not do both simultaneously because the processor could not handle it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe, so maybe it's a limitation of the processor. There, there might be a limitation there. Okay. Yep. Xbox One S can do UHD Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well. The PlayStation 4 Pro will not. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think bottom line per our kind of original point on this mm-hmm. thing, you know, I don't think that this is a nail in the coffin for the Xbox no, not One S. In fact, you know, I I love my PlayStation Four a lot. I think it's a great gaming device. I think the Xbox experience is way more well rounded, right? Because you have all this multimedia, um, you know, integration. And, you know, I know you get that with with a PlayStation, but the way it all just kind of works together with the Connect, and I'm mm-hmm. able to just talk to my TV and it does shit for me. That's really freaking cool. That's awesome. You know, I, I walk downstairs. I'm like Xbox on, and then it doesn't listen to me. I'm like Xbox on. <laughs> <laughs> and it finally listens. You have to do the German. <laughs> yeah. Do it just like, you know. Um, I was going to go somewhere with this, and I don't know where I was going to go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Um, what was I going to say about that? I don't know, JoJo. What were you going to say? That's a great question. Um, was asked? it about the PlayStation 4? I'm going to think that, I think I got it now. Um, I'm going to think that this iteration, the PlayStation 4 Pro, is going to be something that kills the regular PlayStation 4 in three years. I think the same thing can I be said it, about I, the Xbox One and the Xbox One S. But I feel like they're setting themselves up to do that more cleanly. How so? Um, because this is just a small iteration. They're, Sony's forcing so all gaming developers that have to put out 4K upgrades for st- stuff and whatever. And so all ex- they want to make it oh. a very seamless kind of a thing. This is the same platform. There's the same everything, blah, blah, blah. It's just different, whatever. But they're acting the same. So what's, what's the difference on the, of, of that at that point? Xbox is taking their time. Um, they're developing something that's much more robust, much stronger. It's going to be stronger than the PS4. So it's actually going to um, outperform the PS4 at this point. The PS4 Pro? Including the PS4 Pro, okay. yes. Uh, so it's going to be a, a much stronger uh, architecture, background, everything. Also, Xbox Live has always been more robust and more yep. uh, on point. It, PlayStation just raised it's their gotten, prices. It's gotten way better. But yeah, uh, I, I got that email. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. And so it's something that's always been in place for Xbox. Now PlayStation is trying to you know, mimic, and they're playing catch-up. But one of the beautiful things about the Xbox architecture is that um, things, uh, games like... Uh, what was that one zombie game that was going to be original? I don't know. It was like a Fallout or I don't. It wasn't Fallout, but um, there was one game that came out that was a zombie-based game, and it could render some of the zombies and some of the land on the cloud to relieve some of the pressure of the processor on board. Mm-hmm. And imagine that plus a stronger processor. So you've got two things helping you out on the Xbox platform. So I feel like when Xbox does release their Project Scorpio, then they'll give more of a two-year. Um, I kind of like the way they did with 360, where they're just going to cut off the the bottom edge. It's like, look, this is a new console. We're moving forward from here, kind of a deal. It's more of a of a bigger, better iteration of of a jump, to me. To me, the these newer these newer consoles kind of bother me a little bit because I, I'm I'm almost like, okay, I mean, it really hasn't been that long since these things, right? released so you're telling me that you didn't put your best foot forward right they were they were more worried about getting out there than getting it right yeah 
Yeah, that's what bothers me about both Microsoft and Sony in these that, situations. And that, they're, they're both at fault for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Xbox One, I'm sorry, the Xbox 360 was out for eight years and a Sony PS3 was out for seven years because it came out a year after the 360 and the Wii. Oh, look at this. So, something I just read. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I, I said, uh, while this kind of mid-cycle upgrade isn't typical for game consoles, Sony isn't the only one beefing up its hardware. At E3 this year, Microsoft unveiled a new version of the Xbox One, codenamed Project Scorpio, which we were familiar with, right. which will similarly add 4K support and more power while also adding support for virtual reality games as well through the VR headset the console will work with, which is still unclear. So, uh, so th what they're saying, uh, I'm sorry, though what VR headset the console will work with is still unclear. So we still don't know what sort of uh, right. VR headset. So so it does confirm the point that we brought up earlier, like the, the Xbox One S will work with VR, mm -hmm. but it's just a matter of like, which which one? Right, so, exactly. Um, they're not, it's not going to be proprietary. No. It's kind of what, what the Verge is. Which, I mean, I, I'm glad they did that for Kinect. They made it proprietary because it works seamlessly with the whole system. Um, I'm kind of glad they're not doing it with virtual reality because... Um, well, why waste it when when you have great companies like HTC and right. and uh, and Oculus making really good products? Well, I mean, Oculus kind of pushed that envelope. HTC made a better product, which is more expensive, obviously, and now Oculus is getting to the point of vibe as well. So they're both at this really competitive, awesome level. Why not just open it to both platforms? Bingo. And then if you Agreed. already have a vibe or you already have an Oculus, you just plug it into your Xbox now. They're, and they're become Microsoft's getting way better with that too. Right. So who knows? We'll see. And you know, if you guys have uh, thoughts on this whole thing, are you guys going to be getting the new iterative upgrade of the, of these consoles? Um, you know, let me know. And, and if you feel like, you know, Alex, you really got to do this, like sell me on it. And, <laughs> and I mean that uh, very uh, genuinely. Like if you think that I should be getting a, a new console, you know, let me know. I, I want to hear that just take into consideration jojo's the one who's have to wire everything for him oh don't worry about that he'll, he'll take care of it guys i feed him a beer he's speakers fine. in the he's wall fine. he's good uh so geek 30 podcast at gmail.com now wonder, i wonder if they're going to put hollow lens on an xbox if that's going to work oh i'm sure i'm together. sure that's what they're working on right you know what i mean and maybe that's, that's why they keep that's it the open so they can thing. they can bring their stuff in but also bring in others as well yeah well, we've uh, got a really cool article that was um, that was shared by uh, Jason, our friend Jason, one of the geeky parents who was on uh, one of our episodes nice. prior. And uh, it says, furnish your home with life-size Lego bricks. This is an article from Nerdist. Um, calling all fans of Lego, we have... Uh, we have got a special treat for you. Desiring um, Arnon Rosen? Arnon Rosen. Anyway. Uh, has answered our prayers and introduced Everblock, the life-size poly... Prof propylene. propylene. Wow, that's a that's a lot of words, <laughs> letters, even. Um, so life size bricks that snap together just like your beloved Legos at home. Um, with these bricks, you can build furniture, walls, and even uh, larger structures to decorate your home, office, garage, or anything else you can imagine. And they've got really cool pictures on this article, like building a, a bookshelf and a, a bar, even. Uh, a dining room table, a coffee table. Uh, so imagine what you could build with life-size like Legos. That's cool. I I am a veteran of losing my tiny toe to furniture, and Legos are notorious for being in the wrong place at the wrong time when a you need to step some. Exactly. I feel like the combination of these two products will be the death of me. It, it could be very dangerous. <laughs> Although I, I look at the I look at the bar that they made. Right, that's really cool. No, that's that's, that's phenomenal. I kind of want to make that I, like whenever too. we move out. <laughs> I need a bar. I do too. Uh, is they it have the little cups here? of the jello shots too? Huh? 
Wait, the little cups with the jello shots? Yeah, they got the little plastic cups with the jello shots. Oh, nice. Look at that. Very good. So, Jojo, what would you build with life size Legos? Anything like come to mind? Uh, platform bed, um, a desk, you know? Yeah. Uh, something I can uh, put multiple monitors on. I, I, how much weight do these things support? That's a good question. Let's see. Does it say? Because I got way too much computer junk. <laughs> uh, it doesn't say. Okay. I'm sure if you go to Everblock, like it'll it'll tell you Everblocksystems.com. Uh, and, but I mean, also yeah. you can make. I mean, it, it'll reduce the size of your room by about a you know foot or eight inches, however bit, bit these things are. But you can make it one wall, like an accent wall, just Lego. Yeah. Oh, totally. And like they did here, like they actually built a wall, kind of like a divider between right. these rooms. I'm thinking like almost like wallpaper. I would just get a whole bunch and like build a fort in my backyard <laughs> for awesome. Yeah, pillows. Because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love that. I think that would be really fun to like. If I have kids, it's like you know, just build a little fort and like in the backyard, and we kind of make it our own like fort. I think that would be pretty fun. What if you build a platform in a tree and then use these for the walls, and so you have a tree fort? Made That's of Legos. right. Yeah, that works. That works. Although tree houses scare the shit out of me. Why? Because like, I feel like that that tree is gonna fall over and, <laughs> and it's gonna. There are no sharks in the tree. There could be Jojo. <laughs> don't ever say they're not sharks. There could be a shark in my backyard right now. Pretty sure I'm looking at your backyard right now. I don't it see any sharks. It could be there. Okay. Don't. I'm gonna buy you a left shark costume for your birthday next year. Fuck that left shark. You've heard my um, but I need this fort so I can fight off all the sharks that come in and attack my, my house. I See? Can... You make the entrances too small for sharks to get into, and then, you know, good to go. Uh, Jojo, we we all know that they can eat through those blocks, okay? But it'll take long for them to eat through the block. <laughs> but just, like Pac-Man style. That's not going to work. <laughs> they can't get their mouth around that. That's what she said. Ah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought this was so fun, though. And um, when we saw it, uh, when I saw this on Facebook and, and shout out again to Jason, this is really cool. Uh, they're actually moving into a new house. Right. And I want to see them do this in their house. Veronica, if you're listening, you got to let Jason do this. Okay. Just let him, just let him. Just, okay? just, it's a three to one vote. Yeah. I mean, obviously <laughs> judge and I count in this decision. So. Right. And also Elias. I mean, do it for the kid. Oh, Elias. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, so that's it for the for the uh, for the news. But before we move on to the Geek Thirty question of the week, my parents just got back from uh, from a whole European trip. Yeah, they were there for like two years, right? And yeah, they were there for uh, no two weeks. It was two weeks. Know, okay, well, two years. It just you know, seems like a lot. I've seen a lot of pictures and beautiful um, pictures. Don't yeah. get me wrong. <laughs> so they got us something. I haven't looked in the bag to see what this is. So we're opening this live, folks. What's in the box? What is in? What's in the box? <laughs> All right, so we got. Well, it's a Guinness bag. So we're it's a Guinness good bag. Yeah, we're all, yeah. all right. So, Jojo, you want to do the honors? All right. Some tissue paper. Tissue paper. What is this? There is. Ooh. That's soft. There's two Ooh. of them. Ooh. Guinness t-shirts. Look Guinness at that. shirts. Oh, my. Oh, and this is from, like, this is from, they went to the actual Guinness <laughs> factory or whatever. That's so awesome. Oh, that's great. Thanks, Mom. I'm wearing this and right Dad. now. And <laughs> Dad. Yeah, we'll take a picture with these on. Absolutely. So, uh, something cool that they pointed out is that, uh, so Guinness owns the, uh, the the orientation of the harp. You see how the harp yeah. looks like this? Right. And then, the you know, in Ireland, they're, they, you know, they're national whatever is like the harp right, right. but it, guinness owns it facing to the right and they trademarked that so ireland 
they, they'll sue Ireland anytime that that they show it facing that way. Oh wow! So they have to flip it. <laughs> Ireland, the country that Guinness resides in, <laughs> has to follow Guinness. They have a nine thousand year rule. lease on. Is that wild? Yeah. Well, that's kind of like uh, Doctor Who. The sound of the TARDIS. That's actually copyrighted music. It's classified as music, and it's copyrighted, so you cannot uh, so use funny. it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you, uh, Mom and brilliant. Dad. That's great. We'll take a picture with these on. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, we got some great responses from last week's question of the week. So uh, here we go. I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. So last week's question was, what canceled TV show would you bring back? Mine was Futurama. You said... Firefly. Firefly, yes. Um, now, we had a, a few different responses that we wanted to, to quickly cover with you guys. Mm-hmm. Javi, you guys know Javi. We, we love Javi. He said, I bring back the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because reasons. That's all you need. <laughs> you don't have to say because reasons. It no, just, it's, it's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Deanna Everybody knows a rap. Dan and I used to watch that all the time when we were younger. Right. Um, John uh, says, uh, for comedy, better off Ted. For sci-fi, he says, heroes. And then he also says, don't judge me. I'm not judging you. No, no judgment. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, I actually have the first two seasons. Of what? Heroes. Of Heroes, yeah. 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 Heroes was great, and then it kind of declined. Right. Um, I actually haven't ever seen Better Off Ted. Okay. Have you? I have not. You haven't? I have heard of it, but I have not seen it. That might be something. Okay. Um, Your brother... Jose uh, chimed in, says, hands down, Tron Uprising. While it was only two seasons long, Disney XD pulled the plug prior to making season three. It is an incredible series with a storyline that spans between Tron and Tron Legacy. Visually stunning and a masterpiece in the score. Um, uh, this show was cut far too short. So It's, it's just kind of par for the course of Tron, unfortunately, because I love Legacy. Sad. I loved uh, their games were, were awesome. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why, I guess, not a people... Uh, picked it up. Yeah, that's. Re- I mean, it's really sad. Yeah, it's real sad. Um, all right, and then we had uh, other folks. So Alex chimed in, said, uh, "I don't know that I would." Fair enough. That's actually a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. I mean, sometimes these these shows, you don't need to bring them back. Like, right. Like the Clone Wars, Star Wars. The Clone we, we Wars. Talked we that. talked that about that. That was actually one of my contenders, and it's it's a great finished body of work. Mm-hmm. I just want to see more of it because I, I just love the show. And just watch Rebels. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the beauty of it. Uh, Justin chimed in. Chuck, um, the, you know the show. Chuck, yes. Uh, he said Zachary Levi was uh, Levi, like the jeans or Levy. I don't know how you say his last name. Was great as the title character. The fr- and he says uh, the first four seasons were great, but the last one was a huge disappointment. That's why I've heard about Chuck. Okay. I've, I, I've only seen like a few episodes of the first season. It's not something I really ever got into. Right. Uh, and it had Jane from Firefly. Yes. <laughs> yes, it did. Um. There were actually, and I'm trying to find it. There was, uh, there was uh, um, Emily from from uh, from uh, you know the Five of First. Yes, absolutely. And she chimed in. Um, you know, we we posted this up on social media. And at that point, I don't think she had listened to the episode, and we already had a few responses. She goes, wait, nobody mentioned Firefly yet? <laughs> and I said, go listen to the episode. And so I think she did. Um, so we shout out. Well, I don't think we mentioned Clone Wars, but um, that was what uh, we were talking about that before the show, and Clone Wars was, was one of my, my uh, last things. Yeah. Contenders. Uh, so um, thanks to the folks who who chimed in. Those were you know those are the ones we'll go through now. And um, you know if you would like to chime in and and you know get a shout out on the show, just email us geek thirty podcast at gmail or hit us up on um, you know any sort of social media 
anything really right um we're there so uh let's see what else um so let's do this week's question okay what do you say it's very simple very simple very so simple you, you have three choices yep. you ready mac windows or linux I'm done. <laughs> no, it's kidding. <laughs> so which one, JoJo? Which one for you? Yes. <laughs> I know. It's tough. So um, I'm a system ad- administrator. I, I work on multiple systems. Mm-hmm. I use all three platforms every day. It's, yeah. it's kind of hard to delineate. Um, and they all have powerful things about them. Um, aside from work, I'll, I'll give you my number one. But the other two I love. I'm not going to hate on Windows. I'm not going to hate on Linux. I'm not going to give any kind of bad whatever because I actually love both platforms. I love Mac. Yeah. Um, and it's not just the Mac environment. We talked about the headphones uh, going away, the headphone point on the iPhone. The new AirPods, uh, when you pair them up with your uh, iPhone or your Mac, through iCloud, it pairs up with all your devices mm-hmm. automatically. So I don't have to pair it up with four different devices. It's already done. Uh, so the fact that they are fluid across all their platforms like that is brilliant. You yeah. know, with the Apple TV, um, the ease of use with their OS, with their um, their, their desktop OS versus their uh, phone OS, I can get text messages and send text messages on my laptop without ever having to touch my phone. Everything's so integrated. Exactly. Right. Um, and it's, it's, it's a great real-world real approach to things. I love the... Um, the capabilities of Linux, it's very powerful. I love the open source um, environments. Um, it's not something I can introduce to my parents quite yet. Like, yeah. it's getting better. You know, if I just started... It's got a learning curve. Right. You know, that, that, but the same thing was to be said about Mac, you know, when when Apple was kind of... Exactly. Well, when, more of when it, they pulled the plug, just like with the headphones, when they pulled the plug on 9.2 went to OS 10, which was a Unix-based environment, that was a big, you know, it was like, oh my God, what is this kind of a deal? So right. that was a learning curve as well. Um, I don't know that I would introduce my parents to Linux quite yet. Um, I feel like is in a couple U- of... Ubuntu or... Uh, Ubuntu uh, is one of them. I mean, there's... Like, Red Hat, there's uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of different um, uh, SUSE uh, and whatnot that all have um, UIs that are fantastic now. You know, mm-hmm. they're very usable. Um, but they're still kind of geared towards people who know what they're doing. Right. You know, it's not something you want to accidentally, you know, trip around. Sure. Windows, I see that one for last because I love what they're doing. And I know a lot of people are like, well, this doesn't work and that doesn't work, whatever. But I love their approach. Um Mac has iOS and Mac OS 10, which mm-hmm. is, uh, or Mac OS now. They've, they've changed the name of it now. Um, they're, they're two separate environments that work very well together. Windows is one environment. If you have a tablet, if you have a laptop, if you have a desktop, if you have a phone, it's all the same environment. Sure, sure, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so now I can plug my phone into a keyboard, mouse, and monitor, and I've got a desktop. Yeah. And the same apps, That's too. right. Um, that's, so now, one thing, that's one thing yeah. that Apple lacks a little bit. Exactly. You notice that? I, uh, and I don't want to bash, again, I don't want to bash any of them, but I feel like they're giving more kudos to the uh, mobile environment than they are the desktop environment. The desktop used to be the most robust thing ever that they had, mm-hmm. and they're focusing mostly on the mobile because that's where the money is. Um, and the desktop is unfortunately suffering because of that. Windows eliminated that line. It's like they're all Windows. It's not even Windows Phone anymore or right. Windows Mobile. It is Windows. Yeah. And um, for me, it, Mac, you know, obviously is is my favorite, but honestly, and this might su- surprise some people, I mean, Windows is a very, very close second, especially right. Windows 10, like you were saying, I'm right. really happy with what they're doing. Absolutely. Um, especially like, the start button back. <laughs> yeah. But the, um, the integrations and stuff where you can do more stuff with your Xbox One and, right. you know, stream games to your computer even and... Um, 
there's a lot of really great technology coming out. You can buy a title on your Xbox and it'll be available on your PC and vice versa. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, like I built a, you know, right sitting right behind me, like I've got my my Mac running, you know, the, you know, GarageBand where we record everything for the podcast. But I built my own custom, you know, gaming PC. Again, shout out to Don for uh, beautiful case. That yeah. case. It's freaking great. <laughs> and I, I prefer gaming on a PC just because it... You know, more titles are, are readily available. They tend to focus more on Windows. Um, but I gamed for a while on my Mac, even, and it worked great. Like, World of Warcraft right. runs great. Um, but, you know, just more stuff is available on the PC. But I very much enjoyed my experience on PCs as of late. There was a good five, six years of my life where I, I basically refused to even touch a PC. Because <laughs> well, it was, because there was Windows XP, and then there wasn't. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> no. there was this gap between Windows XP and then where we're at now. Right. And God, it's more than five years. Like, I mean, seven seven was starting to polish things off. Eight got better, you know, but it wasn't quite there. And ten was a lot better. And I, again, I like the approach because at that point, the mobile and desktop platforms were merged. It was yeah. it was a fluid environment, and in some cases, almost better executed than Mac. Yeah, and and I wanted to um, mention just about Linux. I played with with uh, Linux based platforms a little bit in high school. It didn't really do too much right. um, beyond that. But I know like I have a bunch of friends who who really focus a lot in that environment, you know, for their jobs and right. um, you know, a bunch of other stuff that they do. And they love it. They, you know, they run emulators uh, like a, like a like a VM or something if they need right. to run anything, you know, Windows or Mac based, and it works great. Right. So you know, more power to them. I just haven't played too much in that realm, but I, I know that you play in there and then, yep. uh, you know, like Deanna's cousins in there all the time and, you know, other friends. So, uh, let us know your thoughts. Like if this is, are, are you like a hardcore Mac guy, a hardcore, uh, windows guy, Neil, I know you're probably listening. Neil is, um, you know, a buddy who I met over at Tin Cannon Brewery. Um, uh, he's he's a Big Mac guy. So let us know, um, you know, where you stand on this. Geek30podcast.com. Um, or, I'm sorry, geek30podcast at gmail.com <laughs> is where you can email your response. Uh, again, the question is Mac, Windows, or Linux. What do you prefer? So uh, with that, JoJo, I think this is a great chance to end the show. Absolutely. So where can people reach us? So uh, 30podcast at gmail.com is our email. We've mentioned that a couple of times. And you can also hit us up on Twitter at geek30. Both the email and the Twitter handle, they're spelled out. So mm-hmm. 30 uh, is spelled out. Uh, we also have a voicemail you can drop us, which is 443-424-3350. And if you search for us, Geek 30 Happy Hour on Facebook and YouTube will pop up. Absolutely. Check out our Lost Levels episodes where we play video games terribly. Also, if you'd like to support the show, make sure, uh, just a reminder, go to geek30.com slash Amazon and uh, click that link. And we can, um, you know, if you buy anything off of that link, it just shoots a little bit of commission our way. It helps us pay for uh, for the beer that we drink every episode. Absolutely. Uh, so we thank you again for all the support. It's been wonderful. It's been a great 40 episodes. That's 40. That's crazy. 40. I can't get my mind 40. around it. And we it's got crazy. Guinness shirts on our 40th. Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't expect that celebration. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. High five. There it is. Oh, hey, hold on. Cheers. Oh, cheers, I guess, too. We're about to there polish off this beer. We've been <laughs> sipping it. We've been responsible. Sipping. This has been about 12 ounces of pop. So, yeah. So 11 ounces, I guess. Uh, yeah, probably about yeah. that. Thank you again at uh, Slavy on uh, Twitter for the beer recommendation. Again, the beer was Ale Smith Speedway Stouts. Uh, you can probably get it at any, you know, local liquor shop or whatever um, that you have. So uh, until next time. Thank you so much for geeking out with us. See ya.
Okay, we're recording we're and starting. <laughs> see, see, see. I told you that he had. <laughs> we're keeping that. Okay. <laughs>